You are listening to Words of Jen, where I read to you one piece of my writing in each and every episode. This is Jen, and you are listening to Words of Jen. This is episode number 90, and it is titled Learning New Things. This is part of my 1997 series where I read to you a piece of a handwritten journal that I had to write as part of student teaching back in 1997. This episode and the previous ones in the series are part of NAPOD POMO 2021, in which podcasters produce and release a brand new episode of their podcast every day during the month of November. As you may recall, I'd finished doing my student teaching at the elementary schools, plural, there were three of them, and moved on to the high school slash middle school, which I think I mostly was teaching high schoolers, but I wasn't entirely sure. At least the art class, I think, was just high schoolers. It could have been a mix. Wednesday, October 22, 1997. What got done today? 1. Observed the art history class. They watched a great movie on Troy. 2. Helped a student start a coil pot in the design class. 3. Talk to Mrs. J about what I might be teaching. I will be doing a lesson on clay whistles and possibly an ocarina, too. Tomorrow I plan to work on the whistles, and if that works, the lesson plan for the design classes. 4. We also talked about me doing something on the computers with the students. More work is needed before I can do that. Reflection. Okay, I'm having fun now. Yay! I also learned I get to go with the kids on the field trip to the Field Museum in Chicago. So I was pretty happy that day. The ceramic stuff I was doing, this classroom, which was a huge classroom, and it had, I remember, it had a whole wall and part of a ceiling that was just glass in frames and a lot of plants right in that area and there was just so much room to do stuff. It was a, like I said in the previous episode, this was a rural school so there weren't a ton of students so they all had a whole lot of space to work in and do stuff in. They actually had wheels you could throw on for you know making clay pots and if I remember correctly I think they were using the ones that were powered by electric so you just plug them in and set whatever setting you want, and then try to work on the pot from there. There's a lot of steps involved, but it was something I was teaching people in the student center in my university before I started student teaching. So I had a good idea about how to get these kids working on it. These were, I'm assuming, high schoolers. Maybe some were middle school, but I think most of them were high schoolers. And so I knew what to do. And in addition to that, I'm ambidextrous, so I could teach people how to work on the wheel based on their dominant hand, whichever one it was, because I could do that. And it was just, it was really fun to be able to do that again. The clay whistles thing was something we learned as pre-student teachers on how to make a clay whistle. And it's a bit trickier than it sounds, but if you get it right, when you blow through it, it makes this wonderful pitch. I thought it'd be an interesting challenge for high schoolers, so that was the plan, and I sent the lesson plans to Ms. J to, to check out. And I'm not sure when we actually went on the field trip, but uh, apparently there was one to the Field Museum in Chicago. I'm not sure why we were going there. It might have had something to do with 
what was left over essentially at the end of this semester or however they're doing it at that school. And I know they were doing like art history kind of stuff, so maybe it had something to do with that. Thursday, October 23rd, 1997. What got done today? One, created a pinch pot big enough for the students to do some glaze testing on. So they could use that one instead of their project just to see how it works. Two, tried throwing on the wheel. I need practice. I have always been much better at teaching people how to throw on the wheel than doing it myself for some reason. I think it's the perspective. When I'm watching a student try to throw on the wheel, I can see where they're about to go wrong and guide them by telling them, okay, wait, you know, go back to this, do it this way, that sort of thing. Or your hands aren't at equal places in the pot. Try, you know, like get, make them better and then their project doesn't fall apart. When I'm, but when I'm doing it, I'm looking down on it and it's harder to get that perspective. So that's what I was thinking about then. Three, tried recreating a clay whistle. Can't get the angle right. What a great day I'm having. And I wrote an exclamation point and a little frustrated looking face. It got better. Four, did some participation by accompanying some of the yearbook class to the library to work on the computers. They took the info I compiled from the surveys and made a top five or top ten list from them. Five, learned more about how the yearbook is made and how waiting is a problem. Waiting for Jostens to send a rep is a big wait. Waiting for film to come back is a big wait. Waiting for events to occur to be filmed is a big wait. Back in the day, in the 90s and probably previous to it, there was a company called Jostens that may still be around today for all I know. I haven't looked to find out. And they were who you needed to work with as a school if you wanted to have a yearbook. They also made like class rings if people wanted to buy them and things like that. So Jostens was a well-known name in all the schools at the time I was student teaching. Back in 1997 and previous, the only way to get a yearbook done was to hand students cameras with actual film in them and have them go around to whatever event was happening or to take pictures of whatever sports game was happening or whatever, just different things. If they had like a play or a musical, that would happen. If there was a dance, people would take pictures of that. If there was just, you know, there was also room for just candids of people doing things. They were supplied with the film in order to do this project by the school. And so they didn't have to go buy film for themselves and they didn't have to go get it developed and pay for that. The school was going to do it through Jostens, but it was film. So it takes a while to develop. I don't think this school had a developing room. Some schools did back then. It was rare, but it was possible. But this school did not have it. Again, they were in a rural area where they couldn't just, you know, go down to the local, you know, grocery store or pharmacy and pick up the film they needed. It, it wasn't like that. So to wait for the film was a big deal because until it comes back from Jostens, they had no idea how good or bad those photos were. So waiting on the film was a big deal because you could not make progress without that film. There wasn't another way to really look at it. You couldn't get negatives and kind of guess as to how well it might come out until after it was all developed. It took a long time. It was kind of frustrating. It's just a big wait. Reflection. I am learning so much. Ms. Mrs. J has been teaching me things that you don't learn until you start teaching 
and then it's too late. Such as, if you start at one school and move districts, sometimes the new district won't count your years. When you get hired, ask them if your years in daycare count, as Mr. D said. As I said in the previous episode, the teacher I was working under, Mrs. J, was a part-time teacher, and it sounded to me very much like she resented it. Only full-time teachers are on the tenure track. She dislikes busy work, as do I. But often, districts slash principals want you to create busy work for your subs to do with your class. I didn't know that. So these were all things that I was not taught at the elementary schools, because honestly, we didn't have time for these kinds of nuances, really. But I was now working with a part-time teacher, and there was ample time to, you know, talk about stuff like this and to revise lesson plans as needed and, and things like that. And that's where I'm going to end this one. There is more to this part of the journal. It will not be done by the end of November as that's when Nopod Pomo is done, but I, I intend to continue it. 